Hello and welcome to the SIPS Queensland podcast where we interview Queensland professionals to get an insight to their careers, their highs, their lows, their wisdom and their advice. So let's check out today's podcast guest. In this month's episode, we will be talking to Richie Woods from JCU. He started from humble beginnings as a plumber with Rio Tinto to now after his many years of wisdom and career, he's the head of procurement at JCU. In this episode, you will learn so much about Richie and his journey so far within procurement, the ups, the downs, the life lessons and wisdom, and I promise you, you will take away a few tips and tricks to apply to your career today. So let's listen to Richie and Tiv now. So today we've got Richie Woods joining us. So Richie is the Head of Procurement um, at James Cook University based in Townsville. So we're really excited to expand our series of in, um, interviewing procurement leaders across Queensland um, to somebody that's based in Townsville. So thanks, Richie, for joining us today. It's great to have you here. Pleasure, Tish. Um, so Richie and I um, work closely together um, as we collaborate a lot as universities. So Richie, it'd be great for you to tell um, our listeners, you know, a bit about yourself. Okay, so I suppose um, my work history, I started life as a, an apprentice plumber many years ago. Um, I won't say how many. Um, while I was still plumbing, I was working in Cairns and Got a job in Weeper with Rio Tinto or Camalco in those days. And um, after about a year there, I was tapped on the shoulder and asked if I was interested in either HR or procurement. And um, I didn't like the idea of HR too much and knew not much about procurement. So I chose procurement, thought it's something that I could probably learn. And I suppose, yeah, from there I haven't looked back. I've been in procurement ever since. Excellent. Wow. So um, it is interesting to hear how um, procurement leaders really fall into the profession. So can you maybe um, tell us about, you know, you've obviously been working in procurement for a long time and now head of procurement at JCU. Um, what is one of the best career highlights that you've had from a procurement perspective? So what's one of the things that you're most proud of? Um, I suppose... The UPH that we're a part of at JCU um, recently won the SIPS Australian Supply Management Award for public procurement. So what is so that, that for, the UPH? University Procurement Hub. Um, JCU was one of the founding members of the UPH, so I was involved. I think we started probably back in about 2015 and eventually kicked it off in 2017. So... The Procurement Hub is a buying arm of all the universities, so it's it's got a governance body, a board that I sit on, plus um, a program committee, which is the sourcing arm that does all the heavy lifting. And um, to win the SIPS Australasian Public Procurement Award was probably a real feather in our cap. I was only a you know, small part of it, but I think it was a it was a great achievement. Excellent. Yeah, it's um, very competitive to win awards. Um, and I know um, how successful that program has been, which is fantastic. Um, I, As part of your career, you've probably, um, you know, faced a lot of challenges. 
But given your role in regional Queensland, is there a particular challenge that you're facing at the moment and how do you deal with that? Look, I suppose I'll, I can probably give a summary of um, working in a university, which is probably the greatest challenge any procurement officer could have. Um, yeah, academics have a whole different way of doing things. Um, they don't care about policies, procedures, getting the best deal. They just want something and want it now. So that's been a real challenge to try and educate some of those people and get them to understand that, hey, we're here to help you. We're not, we're not a roadblock. We're not, we're not a, a hindrance. We, we want to partner with you and get you the best deal we can for what you want to buy. So some some areas we've got some good buy-ins, other areas are still a work in progress, but it's been a, a real challenge. I think any, any person that's in procurement should have to spend time in a university, and you'd probably back me up on that, Tiv. I, I definitely would. It is um, a, a definite different sector, but as you said, it, it's very rewarding, and I think it really showcases the value that procurement can add. Yeah, true. Um, so how long have you been at JCU for now? Um, tomorrow, what's the date today? 17th or 19th or something? What is yes, it? the 19th. Of 19th, um, seven years today. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so you've obviously, um, you know, have received a lot of advice um, across your career. Do you have one piece of advice that really stands out for you? So the best piece of advice that somebody has ever given you and who gave it to you and, you know, what did they mean to you? Yeah, I suppose when I first started working in public procurement um, with Ergon Energy, my boss there said it's about partnerships and offering assistance, not waving a big stick at people for not complying. And I think that's a really good point, and especially in public procurement, because of all the bureaucracy we have to deal with. Um, it's better to take that partnership approach rather than, picking up the stick and hitting someone over the head with it. You get a better better response. Yeah, you sure do. And so just, um, you know, following on that theme, what are some of the things that you do love about procurement that you would share with other people, you know, outside that say, well, you know, why do you do procurement? What do you love about it? Uh, the thing, thing I like um, probably most of all is negotiating deals. Um, sitting down with suppliers and nutting out the best possible deal you can do. I think that's that's a really um, challenging part, but also a very rewarding part if you can, you know, get a tendered price and reduce it by 5 10% or whatever the percentage is through negotiation. And, um, yeah, it's interesting to see how some suppliers react, others... Uh, you know, some will some will be open to negotiation. Others will say that's the price is the price, and it raises challenges. So, and um, yeah, so I suppose that's the main one. Um, I like analytics. I really enjoy doing analytics on spend. Although I've got people to do it for me nowadays, I still like to stick my toe in the water and do a bit myself. Excellent. And so you've been at JCU for seven years um, this week. So what's um, the priorities for the next, you know, three years? So what are the things, you know, hot topics, the things that you'll be working on as a procurement leader, you know, based in regional Queensland? Yeah, I suppose to continue to get more spend under contract, um, more local spend and increase our Indigenous and social benefit supplier spend. 
they're probably the three key ones. Um, at the moment, we've got about 50% of our spend under contract. I want to try and get that up to 65 70% over the next couple of years. Um, we've just advertised for an Indigenous and Social Benefit Supplier panel, um, and I think that's one area we can really um, add some value because our spend with Indigenous suppliers at the moment is very low. Um, you know, we, we have a target of 3% and we're nowhere near it. So, so, yeah, to increase that would be a good thing. And, yeah, trying to support local suppliers where we can. Um, I'm actually been in discussions with both the Cairns Chamber of Commerce and the Townsville Chamber of Commerce to try and improve you know, come up with ways where we can improve local supplier participation with JCU. I'm actually going up to Cairns in a couple of weeks to um, do a presentation for the Chamber up there. Excellent. And so how big is your team at JCU? Um, I've got two category managers, a contracts officer, procurement supervisor and five procurement officers. But I also look after accounts payable, uh, corporate card and travel. So it's a fairly big portfolio. And so what do you look for when, you know, you, you're recruiting for a procurement professional? What are some of the key skills that, you know, you really look for um, for somebody? I think um, experience in, in government procurement is a big thing for us because for someone that's never worked in government procurement to come in and try and, um, sort of do away with all the bureaucracy that's required um, is really, really challenging. Um, so, yeah, someone with public procurement experience is a good thing to get. But, um, yeah, most of all, I think it's someone with a genuine understanding of procurement, whether they've worked in procurement or not, especially at a procurement officer level. I think as long as they've got an understanding and, and know how to go out and source quotes and know how to talk to suppliers and manage suppliers and that sort of thing's a, a big bonus. Um, so you said you started off um, in plumbing um, as an apprentice plumber um, and you grew up in a farm, on a farm in Victoria. Yep. What's something, you know, that you, that you know now or some advice that you'd give to your younger self that you think, you know, procurement professionals listening to this could really learn from your journey? Um, be open to new ideas, I think, Tiv. Um, the tried and true way is not always the best way. Um, try and look for innovative ideas. There's always someone that's got a bright idea and just because it's not what you would normally do, it shouldn't be um, writing it off and saying it's not a good idea because I think, you know, everyone's got some ideas that are worth investigating. So, yeah, I'd, um, yeah I think I'd probably be more innov innovative um, in the future rather if I was starting again rather than sort of follow that standard practice, this is what the Bible says, this is what you'll do. Um, so that really leads on to, you know, like so now, you know, given the experience and, and where you are, you know, what's your work motto? What, what really drives you at the moment? Yeah, um, one that I heard when I first started at Ergon and um, I was started off as a contracts officer and um, I got a job a role as um, a category, category manager at Ergon and uh, my boss at the time said to me, you've come this far, 
to only come this far. Or you didn't come this far to only come this far. So in other words, keep trying to better yourself, which was, uh, I found it as a motto I use a lot. Um, I use it with my team a bit. You know, when they think they, they've only come so far, they're not going to go any further. And, and how do you motivate your team, you know, to keep on keeping on? You know, what are some of the key things that you do to really motivate them? Yeah, it is hard because, you know, being at a uni, you see people doing the wrong thing day in, day out and doing terrible deals and then getting an invoice and wanting it paid. And you'd know all about that. I think it's just trying to get people to understand that other people have different priorities and, come at it from their point of view and see if you can sort of walk a mile in their shoes and understand why they've done what they've done and then try and sort of explain to them why they should do it another way. And throughout your career, have you had um, a mentor to really, you know, help you with your um, career, to help guide you in your career? Yeah, I think Mike Bowman at Ergon, who was my first boss at Ergon, um, was really, really good. Um, Chris Boland at the Port Authority in Cairns was also really good. He was my manager up there. So they were two people that um, sort of let me learn the lessons the hard way, but also guided me into, you know, especially with the, the partnership style rather than the big stick approach. And so thinking back to when you started your career, so you're at Rio Tinto and you got a tap on the shoulder saying, you know, do you want to work in procurement? You know, really, what did, what did you think procurement was versus, you know, the reality of, of what you, you know, know, know it to be now? Yeah, I think my first thoughts were, oh, get a few quotes, raise a purchase order and that's it. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly a lot more to it. It's, it's you know, strategies and and that sort of thing you have to develop. And, you know, you look at it. But nowadays there's things like blockchain emerging, AI, all those sorts of things. Um, it's, a, it's a continually evolving thing. So, yeah, it's not just going to get a couple of quotes and raising a purchase or a new job's done. Um, yeah, very, very different, isn't it? And I think different people um, have different um, perceptions of what procurement um, is. Is there anything else, any other advice or anything else you'd, you know, tell? And not just, we're talking about procurement leaders, not just people starting out. Any other advice that you'd give people um, that listen to this that, you know, can really help with their success? Talk to your peers, I think. Um, everyone's got different ideas. If you talk to your peers and get their ideas and, you know, if you talk to a few different people, it doesn't have to be in, in your own workplace. It can be in another workplace. That's where I think the AEPN is really good. Um, we can bounce ideas off each other, ask each other questions and you know, share information. I think that's, that's a really good thing to do. Um, and I think one of the things, um, you know, that we've talked about is one of the things that you're most proud of as well as part of your career is, you know, building the JCU procurement team from scratch. So, you know, what are some of the things that you really looked for, you know, to build that team from scratch? Yes, yeah, so I suppose to start with, I inherited um, half a dozen, well, they were admin assistants from the colleges who raised purchase orders. So I think um, we we put them through all the training that they needed, um, gave them procurement training and awareness of procurement and what was required, which they had really no idea of. 
and then um, went out and recruited category managers and an analyst at the time who's no longer with us. But um, where that was probably where we went. But the team really evolved from raising purchase orders to, you know, getting quotes, running tenders, market research, strategy development, analytics, and contract management. Contract management is still a work in progress. We don't do it well, but we're working on it. And um, I've just written a um, contract management framework that I'm trying to roll out at the moment. So, yeah, it's been a challenge and it's a, it's a long journey. Nothing happens overnight, but, um, yeah. And what do you like to do for fun? Oh, watch AFL. <laughs> and I've been renovating a Queenslander for the last 15 years and I'm nearly finished, so I'll have some time up my sleeve. been doing you know, a bit each weekend, so get some time up my sleeve, probably do a bit of fishing, um, visit a few of the tourist spots around town so that we probably haven't had a chance to get to and, and that sort of thing. But, I, yeah, I do love to travel. I'm, um, unfortunately, international borders are closed, so that's put a bit of a dampener on things and I haven't been on a plane for a while. And, and do you think, you know, being based in regional Queensland, do you think, you know, that you've got different challenges, you know, to say, you know, that I do in as a university in Brisbane? Yeah, I think there's more focus on local in regional Queensland, trying to support local business because without local businesses being supported by, you know, in towns, for example, the uni, Ergon, the army, if we're not supporting local businesses, there wouldn't be a local business sector in council. So it's really heavily reliant on, you know, on people like us to actually make sure we do engage with local business. And do you have an example of where you feel the university has done that really well and really developed a local business and worked closely with them? Yeah, I suppose um, minor construction works. You know, we used to get bids from the Wattpacks and Hutchinsons and all those companies and the locals would never tender on it. So we've made it easier for local businesses to actually tender on it. We have tender information sessions and make sure we invite local companies along that are, that are of a suitable size to, to actually perform the work. And quite a few of them are now actually winning JCE work, whereas before it was all, you know, going to the Hutchies and um, White Packs and those companies because the local businesses thought that they would never get it. And we've been able to prove that, yeah, if you put in your tender and your price is realistic and you can actually do the job you've got every chance of getting it excellent well um thanks richie i think that's some really good insights you know not just um some lessons as a procurement leader but also definitely some of the unique challenges you face um up in townsville um so i really thank you for your time today do you have any you know closing comments parting words that you know any last tidbits of advice for the people listening no i think um the work motto is one for everyone to take away. You didn't come this far to only come this far. So, yeah, I think that's a, a really good motto to live by. It sure is. Thanks, Richie, and I look forward to continuing to work with you. No worries. Thanks, too.